fantastic that you're watching today with Marilyn and Sarah. We are stoked that you're hanging out with us for a little bit of time here. And I want to encourage you with a verse God's put in my heart for you. It's Re Revelations 3, verse 8, and it says, Behold, I open a door for you which no man can close. One of you, you're watching right now, and, and you really need God to open a door, and it looks like all the human efforts are not going to help. And that's absolutely true, because when God opens a door, no man can close it. So whatever door you need God to open for you, we would love to pray for you. So hop on the phone, get on the website, and just tell us briefly what's the door. It might be a financial door. It might be a, a direction door, decision, a job, employment, lots of doors. But what is the door you need God to open for you? And partners, thank you so much. Thank you for helping us to cover the earth with the word. We couldn't do what we do without you as our partner. And also, I just want to let you know that whatever the need is in your life, we like to pray for you. And mom, we have testimonies of people that have called in from all oh, over the world. Oh, we do. We do. I love it. Yeah. And then also, this is really cool. We I did this teaching, Do You Want More? And I'm excited for it. Well... I wanted to introduce you because <laughs> I think you're the best teacher of all. Yeah. And of course, I'm not prejudiced. Right. Who would think I was prejudiced? <laughs> but anybody who listens to you does not think I'm prejudiced. This is an excellent, excellent teaching. And this can really change your life and is awesome. So, you know, when you watch this, let the Holy Spirit deal with you and talk to you. So say, Holy Spirit, talk to me. I want to hear your voice. I want to be more successful in all that I do. In parts of Asia, babies and toddlers growing up in the sex industry do not have safe childhoods. Instead, they are left on the streets, abused and neglected while their mothers work. They have nowhere safe to go. You can change this. Nightcare provides a safe place for these babies and toddlers where they are loved and cared for. Every night at the center, they are given a nutritious meal, toys to play with, and a safe place to sleep. Help us provide safe childhoods for these babies and toddlers. Help us protect babies and toddlers from the horrors of the sex industry. $38 protects one baby for one month. Donate now by calling 800-627-1995. Hey, hey, thank you so much for watching today with Marilyn and Sarah. <gasps> I am so excited because of what Jesus is going to encourage you with today. Have you ever been someplace where you're like, you're in a big crowd and yet you had, you saw these people kind of their massive crowd. Maybe you went to a movie or you went to a concert or you attended some giant conference. And, you know, there's always this idea that there's like this kind of backstage pass, right? They have these little lanyards or they have the special t-shirts or whatever, and they get this like backstage access and entrance. And it's one thing to attend a big event and, you know, a conference or a concert, whatever, but it's a different experience to have that backstage pass. And today I want to encourage you that Jesus is offering to you and me a backstage pass. That we don't just have to attend watching from a distance, like with the giant crowds, 
and, and seeing what Jesus does. You know, you read about the crowds in the Gospels and you read, you know, the crowds came to Jesus. In fact, when you look in, in, in uh, Luke chapter 9, at the very beginning, you see the crowds follow Jesus. They listen to him teach. And it's amazing because there's 5,000 people in the crowd and Jesus feeds them, does a supernatural feeding with a couple loaves of bread and a couple fish. And, and the crowd and is multiplied and there's this massive miracle. And, and the crowds, crowds follow. Crowds are easily um, led. They're led by their stomachs. <laughs> They're led by their physical needs. And that's the same for Jesus. He healed bodies and people followed him for free health care. People followed him for a free lunch. But there's also an opportunity that I want you to consider that Jesus doesn't just do things for the crowds, for the concerts and the big conferences, but Jesus invites you and me to something lots closer, a backstage pass. And maybe you've heard of Jesus from a distance, or maybe you had some religious exposure to Jesus, but maybe you've never had your own personal relationship with Jesus. Maybe you're watching today and you're like, I've heard of Jesus, you know, this amazing teacher and doing all those miracle things, historical figure. But maybe you've never had your own personal walk with Jesus. You've heard about Jesus from your wife or your husband, vicarious from your mom, your dad, or whatever. But Jesus is inviting you to a personal connection, personal core relationship with him today. And we want to pray for you to have that personal relationship with Jesus. You might be watching, and maybe you had that in the past, but you need to do have a fresh beginning, a do-over. I want to encourage you to hop on the phone, get on the website. If you need a do-over with Jesus, in golf they call it a mulligan, right? It's a do-over, a fresh start, a brand new beginning. Maybe you've never had your own personal relationship with Jesus. Maybe it's been vicarious or religious or you know from a distance. We want to pray for you, pray with you today to have your own personal relationship with Jesus, either for the first time or as a do-over. And I want to encourage you that when you say yes to Jesus and you decide, I'm not just going to be the crowd and be amazed by his miracles and the provisions and all that. I want to scope in and have a personal, a deeper personal relationship. This is Jesus inviting you, giving you a, a lanyard, right? For a backstage pass. You just don't have to be the spectator watching all the cool smoke effects and mirrors and all that stuff. But you get to have a more backstage entrance connection with Jesus. That's what Jesus is inviting you into, a deeper, closer, core connection with Jesus. So there's always the crowds. There's always people that are going to be, you know, wow, free lunch, free health care. But Jesus is inviting us to come in closer, not just maybe to the community, but to have this core connection. And I say this because when you look at Jesus' life, he had the crowds. We talked about that, you know, multiplying the bread and the fish, 5,000 over 5,000 people fed, free lunch. Jesus had also a closer-knit community, so he had his, like, 12 disciples, and they followed him day and night for almost three years. But Jesus also had, even closer than that community, he had this scoped-in three guys. And their names are Peter, James, and John. And there are four occasions in the Gospels that are specifically Peter, James, and John following and connecting with Jesus on like a backstage pass. And so I want to look at one of those today because this backstage pass with Jesus really is very fascinating. And I don't believe it's just for Peter, James, and John. I believe it can be for you and for me as well. And what this means is that we're not just going to look at Jesus for the handout, 
we're not just going to look at Jesus for kind of like that, you know, regular, consistent, whatever. But we're going to focal in real tight here and see Jesus in our daily living. What does that mean to, with, and for us? So I'd invite you, if you have your Bibles, you might want to flip over to uh, Luke chapter 9. And in Luke chapter 9, not only does Jesus feed the 5,000, more than 5,000 bread and fish, but in verses 28 uh, all the way through the, like 36, 35, we see that Jesus does something really unique because Jesus, after feeding the 5,000, after doing some conversation, it says that he went off to the side and he invited Peter, James, and John to come up on the mountain. There was a mountain or a hill near where he was to come up on that mountainside and stay with him. Now, I think that's really interesting because you got this crowd, but you also have the 12. And now Jesus is saying, hey, I want to have some solo time with you three. So they go up on the mountainside with Jesus. And as they're up there, it says they fell asleep. Peter, James, and John, they fell asleep. And I like that. I really like that because there are times when I have followed Jesus and I want to have him really close in the crosshairs and be real committed and at the core. And there are times when I just got tired. <laughs> How many of you ever had a quiet time with Jesus and you fell asleep in your quiet time? <laughs> I have. I've done that. I don't know how many times. And I wake up, I'm like, oh, man, look at the clocks. And I love that Jesus doesn't get stressed out or like, why can't you, you know, what do you need to stay awake? What's wrong with you? In this situation, these three guys, Peter, James, and John, they fall asleep. <laughs> and when they wake up, here's what's interesting. And you might be, be, be mindful of this because when they wake up, uh, their, their minds are completely blown because what they see when they wake up is Jesus, and this is what the transfiguration experience, Jesus is suddenly glowing. His face is glowing. His clothes are shining. And he's talking with Moses and Elijah, right? And, and like Peter, James, and John Think about it. If you're if you take a nap and suddenly you wake up and that's what you see, you thought it was Jesus, and then he's suddenly glowing and shining, and talking to Peter. Sorry, talking to Moses. That's a, you probably would drop your tea. That's shocking. <laughs> that's completely shocking. And and like, how do Peter, James, and John know that it's Moses and Elijah? Right? They like have a name tag. Hello, my name is Moses. <laughs> like, what the heck's going on here? And it says that Jesus was talking with Moses and Elijah about what was going to happen in Jerusalem. And Peter, James, and John get this backstage pass to see, oh my goodness, this astounding experience. And what they begin to experience and see and hear is they're listening to the conversation with Jesus, Moses, and Elijah about what's going to happen in Jerusalem. And if you think about it, Jesus is going to go to Jerusalem. He's going to get crucified. And the third day, he's going to raise from the dead. And they're talking about with Moses. How did Moses die? Moses died and he was buried by God in the wilderness. How about Elijah? How did Elijah die? He was carried off in a chariot of fire. He never died. He had a supernatural experience to cross over 
into heaven with a chariot of fire. And so Jesus is talking with these two other guys about what's going to happen. And Peter, James, and John are sitting there waking up and listening to this. It is increased revelation. They come to see Jesus, experience Jesus in ways they've never known him before because they were part of that core. And I want to encourage you today, if you want a greater revelation of Jesus in your life, then we would love to pray for you. Pray for you to have this kind of experience of Jesus as you scope in closer, that you would experience and see and, ex and know Jesus in a better way, a deeper way, a more significant, more powerful way than you've ever known him before. This was a major experience for Peter, James, and John. And I want to pray for you today as well, that this would also, that your revelation of Jesus would increase and grow and expand beyond that what you've known who Jesus is before in the past. So hop on the phone, get on the website. We want to pray for you that as you scope in closer, you get this backstage pass with Jesus, that your revelation of Jesus in your daily living is far superior than anything you've ever known up to this point, even today. Have you ever found yourself wanting something more? For your gift of $30 or more, we will send you Sarah's booklet, Save Your Fork, There's More. You'll see that the Holy Spirit is more than a supernatural experience and wants to be connected to you in your daily living. We'll also send you Marilyn's four CD teaching, More Lord, 21 Days of Your Dreams and Beyond, and Sarah's latest book, Hey God, Can We Talk? A hands-on guide for meaningful conversations with God. Some of the favorite things I've ever talked about in all the ministry about connecting with Christ. And for your gift of $250 or more, we will send you the Jesus I Trust You canvas. This painting will remind you of the love Jesus has for each of us and will be a lovely addition to your home or office. Dig in and be ready to taste and experience the Holy Spirit like never before. Call or click today for this anointed resource. If you have a passion to reach the lost and are ready to release the anointing of God into your life, then join us today by becoming a partner. When you become a $30 a month partner with Marilyn and Sarah, we'll send you our welcome gift package, which includes the Jehovah Rapha oil vial with oil prayed over by Marilyn and Sarah, our exclusive partner CD set featuring 12 never before released teachings, the Majesty coffee table book, and more. Call or click today and help Marilyn and Sarah cover the earth with the word. Are you tired? Are you broken? Do you feel far from God? God says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. I want you to call out to God today. God loves you. He is listening. He is a God of love and a God of life. I know it's super, super encouraging to think about Jesus and knowing Jesus in a deeper way than just kind of the crowds and the big meaning, you know, like kind of impersonal stuff on a lots more personal level. And that's what Jesus is inviting us to, inviting you to today. And I'm looking at as well, Peter, James, and John, and these situations in the gospels where they scope in close and tight with Jesus. So when we think about this, I, I love what happens on the transfiguration <laughs> because that was like completely unexpected. They wake up and Jesus is like shiny and glowy and what the heck is going on here? 
But, you know, you think about it, and sometimes when Jesus shows up in our lives, sometimes Jesus shows up in ways that don't always make sense, that seem illogical. And I think with Peter, James, and John, they had to choose, like with this experience, it defied their rational, logical thinking. And they had to let go of some of that to stay closely scoped in and tight with Jesus. And you might be watching today and you're like, you know, I don't, that's hard for me to let go of what's rational, what's logical. Uh, sometimes we have to leave some of that, that, you know, just our own intellectual thinking and what feels familiar and comfortable in our, in our ways and our perspectives. Sometimes we have to leave some of that to have a closer relationship with Jesus, that Jesus, we let Jesus defy <laughs> our logical, rational thinking. Peter, James, and John, they, I think that when they, when they had that experience, it was part of following Jesus more closely than they had before. But I want to give you one last example of Peter, James, and John following Jesus, uh, and not just the crowd or the core community, or the community, but they followed Jesus in the core. And I want to invite you to consider this in Matthew chapter 26, verses 37 through 46. It's a really powerful experience and very, very unique. Because in these verses, we see that Jesus has just finished up the Last Supper. And Judas has already left to betray Jesus. So Jesus is going to Gethsemane. And he invites, he brings along the 11 disciples. Judas left. So we've got this community, and they're all coming with Jesus. They're all going to Gethsemane. But I want you to consider that Jesus says to his disciples, to the community, sit here while I go over there to pray. And then in verse 37, Matthew 26, verse 37, he takes with him Peter, James, and John. And it says here, and I, I want to get this, he began to be grieved and distress. And then verse 38, my soul is deeply grieved to the point of death. Remain here and keep watch with me. This is a really interesting, really interesting experience. Because when we think about having a backstage pass with Jesus, a lot of times we, we like it for the cool factor. We like it for, for the purpose that we get to experience. We like it because of the resurrection from a hopeless situation. We like the backstage pass because Jesus gives us a new revelation of who he is. But in this situation, Jesus does something very unique. And you might be watching right now and you would like to have more purpose in your life. You would like to know Jesus, have a deeper revelation of Jesus. You might be watching right now and you need Jesus to bring resurrection into a hopeless situation. We would love to pray for you. You can hop on the phone, get on the website and say, please pray that I know Jesus' purpose, that I experience resurrection, that I have greater revelation of Jesus. We want to pray for you. Because we know that Jesus answers prayer and Jesus wants to do this, wants to have this tight core relationship with us for these things to happen in our lives. But I want you to consider the Garden of Gethsemane. Because in the Garden of Gethsemane, Jesus does something very unique with Peter, James, and John. And I find this to be really, really powerful. Really powerful because we look at Jesus and we love Jesus for his strength, for his power, for his omnipotence, you know, omnipower, all-powerful. We love Jesus for the miracles. We love the charismatic nature that he's magnetic, he's irresistible. 
But it's interesting because in this situation, Jesus invites Peter, James, and John to be with him, to keep company with him when he's at the lowest point, maybe even lower than the temptation from Satan earlier on. He's at the lowest point. It says he sweats as if drops of blood. And he says, my soul is grieved to the point of death. And this is Jesus. <laughs> this is a unique experience with Jesus, seeing Jesus struggle, seeing Jesus have a hard time. Jesus invites Peter, James, and John to have this experience with him. And I would encourage you that, that the, one of the greatest ways we can connect with Jesus isn't just following his strength and his glory and splendor and miracles and all that stuff, but we also get to have a unique opportunity to connect on a deep level. And I've, I've heard this before. I think it's really powerful. We follow strength, but we fellowship in suffering. And here's what I mean by that. I know that I have friends that I have hung out with them in very, and they have hung out with me in very discouraging, dark times that are just kind of, oh, holy buckets, difficult. Friends that have gone through chemo treatments, friends that have been in mental institutions. I know that I've had this experience uh, being around some of my the sex workers in, in foreign countries where I've prayed with them and connected with them. And there's a, a connection and a fellowship that happens when we struggle, when there's this despondency, when there's, huh, when we're unzipped and our hearts are just exposed and we're, we struggle. And Jesus invites us to have connection with him in these difficult, hard, discouraging, seemingly hopeless times. That we have the opportunity to have a greater connection with Jesus in those struggle times than oftentimes we can ever have during the, the strength and the, and the glorious, miraculous times. And I want to encourage you today that if you're going through a difficult time, you're going through, your soul is grieved to the point of death, that this is an opportunity to know and experience Jesus. Jesus has walked the same road as you. We want to pray with you to connect with Jesus, more intimate, more fellowship on a deeper level than you ever have before. Hop on the phone, get on the website. And Jesus invited Peter, James, and John to come away, come alongside of him and leave, leave even the community, the other eight, leave them aside and come, to, come with Jesus in this very dark, discouraging, hard, hard time for Jesus. And I appreciate that what happens when, when Peter, James, and John, they do, they come alongside or they come off to the side with Jesus. It says they fell asleep. They fell asleep. It was nighttime. And it says they were discouraged as well there was a sense of hopelessness in their heart. And they fell asleep in that time. And it says that Jesus came back to them and woke them up and said, can't you, can't you stay awake? Just keep company, keep watch with me. Then he does this three times, keep watch with me, stay awake. And I love that Jesus doesn't quit, <laughs> doesn't quit on us when our humanity is, is, is too much. Our flesh is too strong. Our flesh overcomes and we fall asleep or we give in or we collapse or whatever. We just don't carry through all the way. And maybe you've had some failures. Maybe you've had the flesh, your flesh overwhelm your fellowship with Jesus. You just have had a disconnect. And we want to pray with you 
to have a reconnection with Jesus. Hop on the phone, get on the website, because Jesus came back three times. Hey, wake up, guys. Wake up. I'm struggling. I need you to keep company with me. I need you to be present with me. And Jesus invites us to the same, no matter what's happening in our lives, no matter what we're going through, and that we can keep company with other people as well who go through hard, difficult times. That we don't have to be repelled by somebody else's humanity or their struggles or their weakness or their, that we can keep company and bring Jesus, bring Jesus into very dark, discouraging Gethsemane moments. So whether you're in a Gethsemane or you have a friend or a neighbor, relative in a Gethsemane, we know that this is a place, an opportunity to have greater connection and fellowship with Jesus, not just around the glorious miracles and the provisions and, and all the cool stuff, not just the, the transfiguration, not just the multiplied fish, you know, and all that, not just the resurrection, but even in these times of hardship and struggling Gethsemane moments that we can have a greater connection with Jesus and grow closer to Jesus than we ever did before. So we would love to pray for you to have this greater connection, greater intimacy, greater fellowship with Jesus. Hop on the phone, get on the website. We want to pray for you. Have you ever found yourself wanting something more? For your gift of $30 or more, we will send you Sarah's booklet, Save Your Fork, There's More you'll see that the Holy Spirit is more than a supernatural experience and wants to be connected to you in your daily living. We'll also send you Marilyn's four CD teaching, More Lord, 21 Days of Your Dreams and Beyond, and Sarah's latest book, Hey God, Can We Talk? A hands-on guide for meaningful conversations with God. Some of the favorite things I've ever talked about in all the ministry about connecting with Christ. And for your gift of $250 or more, we will send you the Jesus I Trust You canvas. This painting will remind you of the love Jesus has for each of us and will be a lovely addition to your home or office. Dig in and be ready to taste and experience the Holy Spirit like never before. Call or click today for this anointed resource. I am so happy that you've joined this teaching today and joined this experience of knowing Jesus, not just from the crowd, not just for the community, but for the core. And as we finish this time today, I want to pray for you. I want to pray Philippians 3, verse 10. And in reality, this has been one of the core central verses, theme verses for the entirety of my life. And this is what it says. I want to know Christ, the power of his resurrection, the fellowship of his suffering and being conformed to his death so that I could be raised from the dead. Verse 8, I consider all things a loss compared to the surpassing greatness of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord. And that's my prayer. I want to pray for you today that you would consider everything a loss compared to the surpassing greatness of knowing Christ Jesus. Father, I pray right now for each person watching. I pray that you would help us to pursue Christ and knowing Jesus more than anything else in our lives. I pray that you would help us not just to go after Jesus for what we can get, but more so for the connection that we can have with Christ, the intimacy and fellowship. I pray for each person watching that you would help us. The things that we struggle with in our daily living, our finances, our health, our relationships, our concerns, I pray that you would help us to see those in the perspective of know, through the lens of knowing Christ. Help us to walk more closely with you, Jesus, than we ever have before. Thank you for helping us with this in Jesus' name. Amen. 
And if you're watching right now and you've never had a personal relationship with Jesus or you need a do-over, hop on the phone right now. We want to pray with you today. Thank you.